1: Praise the Lord. Thank you so much. You know, we're actually not sentenced to a dull, dry, you know, life. No. It's about priority. It's about value. And we're saying eternal life is a person. Okay? Now, Jesus is eternal life. So, like, if I and Jesus can go and do this business or get into this environment and make billions, we will go and do it. And I and Jesus will come out and use these billions and bless the brethren. We are not against billions. We are saying nothing will separate me from Jesus. So if you dangle billions to me and say, Do Jesus and come, let's go. You have missed me. Are we getting what it is? So it's that eternal life is a person. I think it helps us. So what it means is that the moment I get born again, the moment you're born again, you have come to believe in jesus christ the son of god and what does it mean to believe you know there's a statement that you know is just so strong in my spirit every time i think about it where lord jesus christ was asked by the jews say what might we do that we walk the works of god he said this is the work of god that you believe in him whom he sent now it sounds so simple and so basic but do you know what it means to believe in him everything we're saying here is part of it so if somebody now still get him to the issue of humility, if somebody says he believes in Jesus and is proud, you know he doesn't believe in Jesus. Because how can God be humble and you, man, be proud? <laughs> Do you understand? You say you believe in Jesus, you can't forgive someone. How can God, who is sinless, forgive us with full of our sin? And then you that have your own sin, that you should exchange sin. You know, I forgive you, forgive me. When God forgives us, is there anything we are forgiving him for? But the person you're forgiving, as you forgive him, he has grounds also that he forgives you. So you're exchanging forgiveness. So if I believe God, that God forgave me, who is sinless, perfect, and high up there, will I struggle forgiving somebody where in a situation where I myself will have my faults? So you don't need to go far. If you just believe him, you see that all the virtues of Christianity, you begin to flow in them. Praise God, somebody. Hallelujah. Okay, so 1 John 5, 11, 12, and 13, let's take it from there. He said, this is a testimony that God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his son. He said, he who has, let's read that together. He who has the son has life. He who does not have the son of God does not have life. 13. You say, These things I've written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may do what? Continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. So, when we say eternal life is a person, it captures the illustration that gave us. So, I cannot be friend with Jesus 20 years ago. Now, if I'm not friend with him, what does it mean? I don't have it. I can't have it yesterday. Do you understand? I can't have it yesterday. That's what verse 12 is saying. It says, he that has the son has life. It cannot be I had the son. He that does not have the son. Now, what we're learning that is a relationship. So, please, sir, can you come? So, this is the son, okay? I'm moving with him. So, I have what? I have Pastor Nath, right? If for some reason, Pastor Nath wants to go this way and I go the other way. Can I at this point say I have Pastor Nath? What has happened? I've lost him. Now there's provision for repentance. That's why the Bible says, if we walk in the light as is in the light, the blood of Jesus cleanses. Okay, so when I realize that I'm out of step with him, what repentance is what? Is that I look and I say I don't have him. What do I do? I run back to him and get him. But for me to be where I am, far from him, claiming that 17 years ago, On Tuesday by 4 p.m., precisely 4.35, Bonke preached, and I gave my life to Christ, and I felt the Holy Ghost come upon me. All of that, they are telling me, if you do not have the Son of God, you don't have life. If I don't have him now, I don't have him. Thank you, sir. Now, this captures what temptation is, what sin is. Sin is anything that separates you and him. It's not what we think it is it is anything that comes to separate you and him okay praise god now that's just for emphasis what i want us to look at is that part of what we see in jesus is what he did yes but the pattern the trajectory of his life okay the process of his life so he came from heaven the song says you came from heaven to earth to show the way from there to the cross so he came to show us the way and what way did he show us while he was on earth we saw the way he lived so we saw his humility we saw his obedience and all of that but in particular at the cross there's something there about the cross first Corinthians 1 18 please It said for the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing but to those of us who are being saved it is what the power of God now what is it about this message of the cross that is foolishness? What is it about the message of the cross that is foolishness? John twelve twenty four. John twelve twenty four, our Lord Jesus speaking here. He says, Most assuredly I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it what? It remains alone. But if it dies, it produces what? Much grain. It says, most assuredly. King James will say, verily, verily. So this is the message, okay? This is the pattern. Unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. Now, do you know that all the temptations we referred to, that you know, we referred to Joseph, David, you know, our Lord Jesus Christ on Sunday. They are talking about allowing yourself to die. Allowing yourself, says, unless it falls into the ground and dies. Now, the pattern is this, that the Christian life, there is a way it goes. That's why it says the message of the cross to those who are perishing. What is it? It is foolishness. So when a generation where they are telling young people who want to marry, you know, do this and do that. Not doing it is as appears as if you're dying. Is somebody getting there, You know, it's tantamount to dying. I mean, you mean you're just doing spirit, you know, you won't take your skirt higher, you won't pull down here, you won't do all of that. It's like you're not serious. But that is what he's saying. He said the message of the cross is what to those who are perishing. What is it? Foolishness. Is that what you came to Abuja to do? Telling me you will not inflate contract, you won't do this deal. So you came to Abuja to come fly over. The message of the cross to those who are perishing is what? It's foolishness. But the one who understands what it is, understands that unless a grain of wheat does what? Falls into the ground and dies, it abides alone. Now, our Lord Jesus Christ, when he came down from heaven to earth, he lived with his brothers. Do you know that? up till almost i don't know the point that his brothers believed him but for a long time the brothers didn't believe in him as the son of god they must have known he had some powers but no son of god no why because he was so humble you know humility is not easy because he will make people step on you you make people take you for granted you make people insult you you make people you know overlook you make people just treat you anyhow okay but he was so that that his brothers they didn't believe. How can he be God? They say, watch now? watch now? I'll go and look for his trouble." Then they step on him. He say, "Ah, sorry, sorry." Do you get it now? They say, "Sorry, sorry, sorry." They go. They give them food to eat. You know, they quickly finish their own. They finish his own, and then he does nothing. Eh? Say, and he say, "He's God." But what was he doing? He was dying. He was laying his life down. He was going lower. Philippians two verse five. Please, let's read it. He said, "Let this mind." being you which was also in christ jesus okay say who being in the form of god considered it not robbery to be equal with god now just hold on he said let this mind be in who being me what's the mind he says the mind that was in christ jesus what was it about his mind he said he was god but he didn't consider it robbery to be equal with god now whatever status you and i have now he's saying consider that as Whatever it is. But don't hold on to it. Do you understand? Don't hold on to it. He said, made himself. Go to seven now. Made himself of no reputation. Already, being a man has diminished him to almost infinity level. But being found as a man, he didn't hold on to be the best of men. He didn't struggle to be respected as a man. No. Being found as a man, what did he still do? He made himself... As a man with no reputation. That's why his brothers will say, this is a brother and a Jew man. Okay? Going down, down, continue. Taking the form of a bond servant. Coming in the likeness of men. Amongst his disciples, he took the ghetto. Laid off his, aside his garment. Washed their feet and all of that. Okay? Being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself. And became obedient to the point of death. Even the death of the cross. Okay? Let's go on. Nine, let's read nine. What does nine say? Now, hold on now. Hold on. Let's take that first word. King James to say, wherefore, right? Can you give us King James? Thank you. King James verse nine says, wherefore, wherefore. The message of the cross means that you must be located in a place where heaven can say, wherefore. You see, we imagine that God, God doesn't operate in a random manner he's too god for that he's merciful he's gracious and some of the things he does we never could explain or understand but then they said to us let this mind be in me which was also in christ jesus who being found in appearance of humbled himself and and then he says therefore wherefore it means that that position is necessary for the therefore to come to me that's the message of the cross the message of the cross is this you obey god You position yourself where God wants you. You keep doing that until it gets to the point where God will say, Ha! This is the moment. Are you getting it? That's what it is. Now, believing in Jesus means you believe this was a story. Was that what happened with Jesus? Hello? Was that what happened with him? And you believe in him. That should be the pattern. So why are you struggling to keep afloat when they are trying to push you down? this begins to explain what our dad was trying to teach us with that scripture where our lord jesus christ i think we may look at it today where our lord jesus christ says now the father is glorified and now the father is glorified is they're about to betray him how can they want to sack you from your job and you are saying, now i have a testimony they're about to sack you from the job and you are say hallelujah now my testimony is, is almost complete you know why he understands the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing but to those who are being saved it is the power of god until it seems as though you're going down there can be no wherefore is somebody understanding and that going down is not a going down because you don't know what to do is a going down out of submission Is it going down out of obedience? Is it going down out of trust? Is it going down out of confidence? Is it going down like our Lord Jesus Christ who lent on Sunday, said, no man takes my life. It's not that I'm lazy at work and they sack me. It's not that I'm not producing. It's not that I'm not delivering. It's not that I'm not working hard. I'm doing everything I should do. The only thing I'm not doing is that I'm not breaking this relationship. I'm not displeasing my father i'm not you know dancing to the gallery i'm not trying to impress men and because of that it's costing me some of us listening to me are working in organizations where you, you just need to add a little bit of man pleasing and your lot in that office will be better you just need to add when you come to work you go to your boss and tell him "Ah, that your speech yesterday at the meeting was wonderful and he will now know that uh, you're on his side but you just come and say good morning mr smith good morning and then you go to your place And then you're producing excellent work. That means you're competing against him. Every time Mr. Smith hears your name, he sees you as an adversary. But you're not his adversary. The other day you saw him, he was having a headache. You prayed quietly for him. So you love him more than those that are singing his praises. But you're following the message of the cross. You're not going before his face to wave your goodness. Is someone getting me? When you follow that to the people of the world, it is foolishness. Because it doesn't work for them. They have a better way. Blow your horn, right? If you don't promote yourself, who will promote you? If you don't sing your praises, who will sing you? They are right in a sense. You know why? They are orphans. They have no father coming for them. But you belong to a kingdom where your father is watching over your affairs and your paths are ordered by him. Are you getting there? So when they do what they do, they say the pattern of the cross to them is foolishness. How can you allow him to cheat you? How can you forgive him? How can you do that? No, if it's me, I'll never agree. Ah, this is my opportunity. You must pay double. Don't blame them. To those who are perishing, it is foolishness. But to those of us who are being saved, it is what? Like we learned on Sunday school, as long as the air remained, what is there? Seed time and harvest. The people of the kingdom understand seed time. There is nothing that is wasted in the life of the Christian. Every deed you do is a seed if you do good is a seed if you do bad is a seed the people of the world don't believe there is harvest (laughs) no the people of the world don't believe there is harvest they don't understand it because if they believed ah the world would be a different place now you know i marvel at people who steal billions at the cost of pain suffering of fellow nigerians i don't want to say i pray they live long to see what happens to their generation but how can you be party to the misery of thousands and millions of people so that you can introduce comfort for you and your household, maybe 20 of you? I don't want to say that. why you see some people with all the money their parents send them. They are doing like this. Do you get what I'm talking about? They don't. That pattern is foolishness. But to those of us that are being saved, it is the power of God. We know that the God we serve has a therefore. There's a wherefore coming in that part of obedience, God is watching. Praise the Lord, somebody. Hallelujah. Now, let me not miss this, please. Colossians 2.15. Just give us King James, yes, and then the Passion Translation. He said, Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. This in it now is talking about the cross again. Can you just put 14 and 15 so we get the, the full thing? Thank you. Having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, and he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. So the cross is what they're talking about. There is when he says, having disarmed principalities and powers, he made his public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in the cross. Are you with me now? Okay, if you have the Passion Translation, please put it so we'll read it before we move on. Let's read it together, everybody. He canceled out every legal violation we had on our record and the old arrest warrant that stood to indict us. He erased it all. Our sins are stained so. He deleted it all and they cannot be retrieved. Praise God. Everything we once were in Adam has been placed onto his cross and nailed permanently there as a public display of what? Cancellation. Okay. Is it 15 that says he is he's the prisoner not he's not the prisoner they are the ones thank you yes 15. then jesus made a public spectacle of them of the powers and principalities of darkness stripping away from them every weapon follow it now and all their spiritual authority and power to accuse us what let me read that again jesus made a public spectacle of all the powers and principalities of darkness stripping away from them how many every weapon And all their spiritual and power to accuse us. Okay. And by the power of the cross, Jesus led them around as prisoners in a procession of triumph. He said he was not their prisoner. They were his. The point I'm going here is this. At the cross, at the cross of our Lord Jesus, when they killed him, was the highest point the devil and his angels could attain. Are you with me? they have killed the son of god they have succeeded in killing the son of god that is victory at first are you with me hallelujah that's what the scripture is trying to capture that is victory at first now why is that important for you to understand jesus told them john 2 19 okay please we'll come back here just follow me john 2 19 jesus told they said destroy this temple and in three days i will do what he told them that this body, if you kill it after three days, I'll raise it up. For that, Matthew 27, 62 to 66. I want us to see something here because you're going to see your life and then your faith will rise up. On the next day, which followed the day of preparation, the chief priests and Pharisees gathered together to Pilate, saying, "Sir, so we remember while he was still alive? How that deceiver said, after three days, I will what? Uh-huh, 64. Therefore, command that the tomb be made secure until the third day, lest his disciples come by night and steal him away and say to to the people, he has risen from the dead. So the last deception will be worse than the first. (laughs) So Pilate said to them, you have a guard, go your way, make it as secure as you know how. Okay, so they went and what? Made the tomb secure, sealing the stone and setting the guard. What is happening here is this, Jesus had told them, destroy this temple and after three days or in three days, I will raise it up. So they succeeded in destroying this temple. Now, I want you to play the devil's advocate. What do you think happened in hell when they destroyed the temple? They called all their men, all the demons, and they stood on his death. you know, no go rise again. They were waiting. That third day, he said, you'll rise. No way. <laughs> I need somebody to follow me Because if you get this Your Christianity changes already All the powers of hell Stood The Pharisees Sadducees said to Pilate, Pilate "said Go take guards Make it as secure as you know how That's on the human side On the demonic side is what Colossians 2.15 was telling They gathered all the powers of hell And said We have killed you You are dead But just as he said On the third day, he shook like this. (laughs) He shook like this. The August said to the second, hold him. He said, you hold him. Is somebody getting what is happening here? It's very important. They could not keep him dead. Sir, the devil cannot keep you from God's purpose. It doesn't matter how bad your body is. The devil can't keep you he said he has poured principalities and power and made is not a secret victory and they cannot say we are coming back for round two you know why they can't come back for round two they didn't bring their second eleven the best of their resources every power hell had was conjured was deployed was invited to keep him from rising but he still arose (laughs) he still rose see when the bible talks about the message of the cross christians don't understand it this is the message of the cross it means that it is like this not because the devil time he makes it beautiful so when the devil whispers to you your own is finished tell him if you couldn't finish a dead jesus do you understand what we're talking about he was dead and buried they couldn't keep him dead surely on the third day On the third day. That's why the Bible says he put them. Even the devils amongst themselves. are saying shame on us. Shame on us. Shame on us. Shame on us. Do you understand? It, it was so clear. If there was a point. That the devil had. Everything sorted out. It was at the cross. But at that cross. Was his greatest defeat. So when you put your faith. In Jesus. And your anchor to the cross. You're making an announcement that no power of hell, no foe, no gang up can keep me from what God has spoken concerning me. Let's rise on our feet. That is what we are talking about. So I can't give up. How can I give up? I'm not even dead. (laughs) Hallelujah. I'm not dead though. Do you understand? The one we believe in, dead, buried, was still raised. This is what happened when, in fact, the Lord was saying to me, he said, this is a picture of what our Lord Jesus Christ, you know, he tried to preach the sermon in John chapter 11. When they came to say to him, Lazarus, whom you love, is sick. The father said to Jesus, should we show them how it works? Jesus could send the word and sickness will go and Lazarus will bounce up. But he said, let's make a public spectacle of them. Hallelujah. Don't kill your faith when God is boasting about you. Don't draw back when heaven is inviting guests to watch your rising. Don't change your testimony and your confession. When heaven is saying, watch my son, watch my daughter, watch what I'm planning for him. Don't, because the message of the cross makes you understand that until Jehovah says, nobody can speak. So they said, tell them, this sickness is not unto death. And they quickly, the powers of hell quickly killed Lazarus. To say, "Eh we have killed him. (laughs) And the unbelief of the sisters also quickly buried him. But the word had gone forth. This sickness is not unto death. Tonight he's saying to somebody, whosoever puteth his trust in me shall not be put to shame he's saying to somebody those who wait upon the lord they shall mount up with wings as eagles he's saying to another person behold he comes is he a christian here your job is to position yourself in the wherefore <laughs> because when that moment comes you know that's what i was trying to say Our sister touched i, I didn't want to mention Because the challenge with us is that we don't know the resurrection power. Every time you pray, ask God to please open my eyes. Let me know your power. We don't know the resurrection power. So we look and say, this is how bad it is. It can never get more good than this. But the resurrection power, it says he ascended on high. He led captivity captive. He came out from prison. And he didn't go with prison clothes. He went with rewards. He led, and then he gave gifts. How can somebody coming from prison have gifts to give somebody? Because he spoiled principally. The power was not an escape power. You're not escaping out of that story. Oh? <laughs> ah, No, 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 no. You see, if they had taken Joseph back to Canaan, and say ah they accused him wrongly he'll come his family will welcome him his father will bring clothes and put on him but the way god did it was that he was joseph that put clothes on his father do you understand i'm talking about the cross i'm talking about him he said the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are pray- but to those of us who have been saved he says the power so the child of god that is being persecuted the child of god that is being denied the child of god that is being tempted so the child of god that thinks you're obeying god and things are going like they shouldn't go there is no moment for depression lift up your head and look and see that salvation is coming because the same god is the same yesterday today and forever and when you believe in jesus jesus does not just stay in heaven and pray for you by the holy spirit he said the same power that did what that raised jesus from the dead what does the bible say he says if that power dwells in you what is he going to do <laughs> kill or or go let's just pray in the holy ghost Because words cannot explain what we are talking about. We are talking about the message of the cross. I'm a believer in the message of the cross. So I don't read trends. I don't look at trends. I don't say it's going that way. I just know whom I believe and i'm persuaded that as he said it it will be he said destroy this temple and in three days i'm going to raise it up it didn't matter what hell planned it didn't matter what hell cooked up it didn't matter what they put together somebody's listening to me it doesn't matter how that pain has lasted how much is spreading cancer whatever it is there is a name that is given under heaven by which men shall be saved at that name sickness bows every situation turns around demons they bow have they gathered in the occult and they said this would not happen i tell you there is a faith that you will acquire tonight a faith that knows that all the powers of the occult could not stop jesus from rising from the dead and that same spirit that raised jesus from the dead is dwelling inside of my sister is dwelling inside of my brother so my best days are not yesterday i am expectant i'm confident i'm looking forward to glory because i'm a child of god i'm following the pattern of jesus i'm a grain of wheat and i've been falling and i may look as if i'm dying but there's a resurrection I say there's a resurrection. There is a lifting up of the head. There's a turnaround. There's a God who acts on the behalf of those who wait for Him. I'm a believer in that God. He's dependable. He's reliable. He is faithful, unchanging, never failing, never wavering. He's the same. He's coming for me. All I have to do, as the Bible says tonight, is I look unto Jesus the author and the finish of my faith who for the joy can somebody please lift up his head and see joy and see that power is coming that resurrection power is coming he's going to turn your testimony and turn it around they said they buried you but all of a sudden they'll be explaining to one another They'll be saying, did you see what God did in her life? Did you see what God did in his life? Even the doctors and the physicians, even your bankers, even your in-laws, even your family members, even your colleagues. Everybody will say, this has never been heard. You tell them it's the power of the cross. It is what happens when I believe in Jesus. I'm a believer. He makes a way where there is no way his name is Jehovah can somebody give a shout
0: you listening to a message by Pastor Ike Naokeke of the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Ban X Expressway, near Next Kashinkari, Abuja. For telephone 09 290 9000 or 07 03 You can find us online at www that the fathers god bless you.